jam! Hello everyone, and welcome to another magic-filled episode of Monday Night Magic. Here. Contains magic. Whoa, clues, you sure are right. even that's correct. Oh, you look like you were about to fall over when I said that. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I was, I was leaning back to take a drink. I wanted to be away from the mic so that, you know, you didn't just listen to me drinking. Cause to drink in, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a different podcast I think I'm going to start. Yeah, that, but... that's an ASMR thing, right? <laughs> glug, glug. Says oh, no, no, no. I was just going to do a podcast where I just drank, like booze. Clues <laughs> leans into the booze and goes... Be the, be the drunk clues podcast. I don't know. The booze clues. Got it. The booze clues. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm oh, Chewy. Boy. He that, is. That's Squee. Yeah, I'm he here. Is. That's Clues. I guess. <laughs> and we're, uh, this is Monday Night Magic number 675. <laughs> yeah, it's a big number. It They're is getting smaller. Number. You notice that? Do what? You notice how those numbers never go back down? I think that's a kerning problem. It's suspicious. <laughs> oh, here, wait. I can make the number smaller if you like. There. Now it's now it's episode six seventy five. Oh well, that, now it's petite. Yeah. Okay, we're in season we, again. What if we went to scientific notation? I'm not touching that. <laughs> How do you I know? think that's big. I think that's bigger than it used to be. That's a problem, man. What? We'll just start putting it in binary, and it will be just this ticker tape of ones and zeros. I think I accidentally made it smaller before we started the show when I renumbered it. So Okay, so yeah. you're just reestablishing the correct my, side. My sympathies to all the people listening to the audio version of this podcast. Right. Yeah, see, that's why you should either go to YouTube and watch the live ver- or watch the recorded version or come to Twitch and watch the uh, live version. I'm not going to say it's a net positive, but you'll at least be a little less confused. It's exactly. How's so, that for our new slogan? Huh? huh? Magic news. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, let's talk about Pioneer. Who cares yeah, about Pioneer? First up, it's Monday, so that means we've got the Pioneer band update. Uh, there are no banned cards. There are no, no banned, banned cards. cards. No newly banned no cards? No newly banned cards. They're, uh, I was going to say, because there's still some banned cards. It says, the data and results generated from MTGO Pioneer Week tournaments will help inform our next steps for the format. So, That's this week, by the way. That is this week, yeah. So they'll make another announcement next Monday. Like they do on all Mondays for the time being. Indeed. So they reach that magic part of December where they just start rerunning old articles. Are they going to rerun old band announcements? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Because that would be really funny. Quite meta, I don't know if they'll do it. I would, but... They're going to introduce the... Um, changes to the Wizards Play Network from two ago so that people think things are getting different. <laughs> There's a lot of articles from this year that they would have trouble rerunning now. That's how in flux things have been. It's why we have a news podcast. Yeah, That's our line now. just going to run an announcement for the introduction of Extended. Ooh. I hear that goes back some number of sets and a few core sets. But anyway. yeah, so Pioneers. All fine. right. So that's Pioneer. Next up, yeah. we have this year's holiday promo card, which Yay. these are always fun. There. And this year, uh, zoom in, zoom I in, didn't zoom get in. bigger. It is the decorated knight for three and a blue. It's a three-three human knight, and he's decorated like with like Christmas tree decorations. He's like a tree. Yeah. 
See, there could be a card called Decorated Knight where the dude's got medals, but that's not the kind of decoration we're talking card, about. No. Yeah, that's uh, some Alara nonsense. We're not doing that here. So, the Decorated Knight has an adventure attached. Present arms, or maybe present arms. I'm not sure. It's probably present arms, given the card. Probably. Yeah. For two and a blue, it's a sorcery adventure. And it says, exchange your library with another deck you own from outside the game. Shuffle your library. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's like, oh, this deck isn't working. Hang on, let me get this more different deck. Let me just go grab this EDH deck instead. <laughs> now, for those who uh, aren't familiar with this, for those who might be new to the game recently... Uh, the whole point of these holiday cards, they are a silver-bordered card that Watsi creates, and they're given out to uh, employees, contractors, certain partners. I got chances one, one are, here. Yeah, chances are, if you're listening to this, you didn't get one. Uh, although Chewy did get one once, which once. was awesome. It was Just the, the, uh, the the stocking tiger. Yeah. Which is adorable. Yeah. Um, so they're they're not legal for any tournament play, but they're neat, and they're fun, and I usually like them. So there you go. I like the decorated knight. Even though it's blue, I think this is funny. Yeah. We're not done yet, though. Uh, That's just the adventure part. Yeah, the the creature part is a 3-3 human knight. It says, whenever decorated knight attacks, draw a card from your original deck if it's outside the game. (laughs) That's fun. It's pretty great. So, yeah, there you go. That is this year's holiday promo card. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It is. All right. Is that all the good news? Uh, for the uh, moment. I think it's all the genuinely clear-cut good news. Yes. Okay. So, let's go then. Uh, Watsy released this statement last uh, Friday on Chandra yeah. and the Forsaken Novel. I guess I should just read this real quick. Sure. <clears throat> the whole novel? Damn. I mean, that I'm not going to do because I'm I like, Bill, that on you. I, I value my time and brain. Uh, <laughs> I multitasked. But what? yeah, we'll get that in a second. Let me read this. Over the past week... Oh, wait, let me get my wizard's voice. <clears throat> Over the past week, we have seen and heard strong reactions from fans about how we handled the resolution of the Nissa Chandra romantic relationship in the recent Forsaken novel, and we apologize. We didn't live up to the expectations we created for Chandra and what she means to our fans. Chandra will love and be involved with many characters as her story unfolds, regardless of gender. She will explore her relationships with fire and passion. Get it? Because she's Chandra. Anyway. As she adventures across the multiverse, she is the character you've come to know and see yourself, your friends, and your family in over the past decade. A value we hold dear is that our characters... Uh, my brain saw the CH and I was like, Chandra. <clears throat> I understand. It's, it's, it's cool. Let me just start over. A value we hold dear is that our characters belong as much to our fans as they do to those of us who helped create and shepherd them. Moving forward, we will take more care to ensure they stay true to their ideals, their identity, and the history we have carefully curated, none more so than one as beloved as Chandra Nalar. The creative teams at Wizards of the Coast and Del Rey. So that's the statement. Yeah. If, if you have no idea what we're talking about, man, God bless you for not being on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so the the nickel tour of what's going on here is that um, there have been two War of the Spark novels released this year. One of them covered the events of War of the Spark. Uh, it came out around the time of War of the Spark. Big surprise. What? And, and it ended with um, Nissa and Chandra formally getting together. Um, I did read this book, and I will say that this book has... A ton of events going on because it was jamming an entire set and every planeswalker but Garrick into one book. So a lot went on. That sort of happened at the end of it. Okay, they're together. I've been told by many people that this is something that was being set up for a long time. I have not kept up with most of the magic fiction outside of the really big things like, oh, look, Bolas has Amonkhet. I don't know most of the interpersonal reactions of the characters. But I know that that was something that was built up for a long time. People considered it a you know good thing that they got together. Um, everyone seemed happy. It was part of the yub nub celebration at the end of the book. Um, fast forward a few months, and then um, War the Spark, the Forsaken, came out, and that was pretty much the follow up and epilogue to the story of the big War of the Spark one. This is not aligning with the current set. It's not aligning with cards or anything. It's picking up on a few plot lines that were left over from that and giving a general epilogue to all of the characters in light of spoiler alert. I'm saying this, even though you all know it by now, Gideon died. What? And yeah, Gideon died. And in the wake of Gideon dying, Nicol Bolas being defeated, um, a bunch of the characters are essentially hired by the guilds of Ravnica to hunt down Nicol Bolas' subordinates. That's the book. That's what most of the story is. Um, Again, given what we just read out loud about the Forsaken novel, I don't think this is a spoiler any more than what's already there. Um, at the end of this novel, um, there's a scene that's put in, having like listened to this thing in audiobook, this came out of nowhere. Um, but <laughs> a scene is put in where Chandra and Nyssa break up. And Nyssa's effectively not in the book until that scene. Like, she's at the funeral for Gideon, like a whole bunch of other characters, but like, that's it. There's not any interaction between her and Chandra for like the entire book. Then they get together finally at the end of the book and they break up and it's really awkward and it's weird. And the writing that was used to show this wasn't great. And the screenshot of that circulated its way around the internet. So a lot of people are very upset because one, it is, the end of a relationship that they wanted for a long time that came out of nowhere to the way that it was framed implied that Chandra wasn't bisexual, which she's been identified as for a, a bit now. Again, I haven't read the past stuff, but everyone's telling me this has been a thing. And obviously at the end of the last book, she was with Nyssa and we know in the past she was with guys. So excluding like the wide range of dichotomies going on in here, it was safe to say that she was bisexual and the way that it was worded in this implied that she wasn't. And that obviously went in a very bad direction for people because it was classified by some as bi erasure. There are a lot of other issues going on with that. Um, that is what happened. People saw that the picture circulated on Twitter. People were upset, understandably upset. Um, this is wizards reacting and saying, oops, our bad. The character deserves better. The fans deserve better. They stated right here, 
you know, Chandra will love and be involved with many characters as her story unfolds, regardless of gender. So they're obviously backwalking any interpretations out of that. Um, it's kind of weird, just the whole thing. Like, I will say as someone who listened to this book, it's all over the place. Like, there's a lot of problems with the book in general. And, like, this is, like, the easiest to understand with just a screen cap problem. And it's also messing up a lot of things that have been going for a long time. So that's certainly a thing. But overall, I didn't think the writing of the book was that good. Um, like I said, this isn't adapting a story that already existed. Like, War of the Spark was pretty much the storyline that we all knew, but fleshed out into prose. Um, this one, I'm very confident the writer was told, this is where it needs to be by the end of the book so we can set up the next storylines. And it was kind of an all-over-the-place journey to get there. And I feel like this thing was thrown in at the end because it was decided that she wasn't in a relationship and they just had to write it somewhere. And rather than writing it out and maybe taking time to make this breakup happen, it just was super forced. And understandably, when you don't have a lot to work with and you get bad writing with a few points like that, it's going to look a lot worse. Um yeah, so I think I've pretty much recapped what went on there. Um, people on the internet were upset. Wizards is saying, our bad, we'll try to do better. Anyone seen anything on Twitter that I'm missing? No. Nope. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, the reason Chewie and I are mostly silent is we have not read these books. So Nor will I, so. <laughs> yeah, I... I... Don't think I, I liked, liked the, the first War of the Spark book. I'll say that. Like, it wasn't the most complex, but it was also a wizard story that was just sure. fleshed out and more fun to follow. Um, like, to give credit where due, I know a little bit more about some of the characters after the new one. Like, the Wanderer is an interesting character. Hmm. I'm looking forward to finding out more about her. Um, and there are a few other characters that were interesting, and you get a view of what it's like on Ravnica right after. That was pretty cool. But I feel like these are the kind of things that could probably also be done in, like, flavor articles posted to the website. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping that they obviously continue to do more books and we've got more things coming because we have, like, the Sanderson book and things like that floating around. But suffice it to say right now, there's not a lot of goodwill towards this book in particular and the way that they've dismissed a lot of things in these books. So we'll see what happens as wizard adjust course yeah yeah there you go then hooray if you listen to the odds and ends i'll tell you who dies there you go yeah spare you that book yeah yeah i'm showing it there we go (laughs) so yeah rosewater even responded to this because People just go to Rosewater for everything remotely magic-related and some things that aren't magic-related, I'm sure. He is secondary PR. He is. And it's got to be part of his job. My the amount of time complaint, that he spends posting blogs, it has to be part of his job. Like, my, my constant complaint with Rosewater is that he keeps answering questions that probably shouldn't be answered. Like, hey... How much of this is in the upcoming set? And then he answers it. And I'm like, stop that. 
because then people will just keep bombarding you with yeah. nitpicky questions so they can try to piece together the mystery a day before stuff gets revealed. Just stop. Yeah, the convention rule is that you never hand the microphone to people. You occasionally ask people to come up and ask a question into the microphone, but you never give that to them or you'll never have control again. Yeah, and by answering all of these, like, nitpicky, you don't need to know that until the set releases, why are you asking now questions, people just keep asking him more. But that's just a minor rant about Rosewater's uh, question answering, like, that's completely unrelated to this. I just think he's he keeps constantly setting uh, uh, precedents that people then keep abusing. Because the internet is full of... <laughs> <clears throat> there is no swearing on Monday Night Magic, despite what I did once. Accurate. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so this person asked, even though I do not, quite a few quite a few people view the apology for War of the Spark Forsaken as disingenuous. I would like your opinions on this. And Rosewater goes into uh, uh, some detail here about how it's it's definitely not disingenuous. It's very stressful for everyone. We know we screwed up, and uh, let's see, Every, the final paragraph, everyone here understands that we as a company have work ahead of us to regain the trust some have lost in us. I'm happy to say, though, that everyone here I've talked to, wait, I missed a word somewhere, happy to say, though, that everyone here I've talked with about this topic is united in positively reflecting the diverse and inclusive community that we wish to foster around our games. We need to match our actions with our words, and we plan to. It's an ongoing process that deserves our time and attention. Which means maybe working more closely with the people you hire to write your stuff? The weird thing with this for me is that the book was delayed. Like, the book came out later than it was originally planned for. Because I pre-ordered it on audible a while ago and it didn't come out come out until two weeks ago but i'm pretty sure the original date was in october and it was kind of shocking to me that if it was delayed for so long they clearly still hadn't read parts of it for sensitivity because the fact of the matter is people are very very protective over their favorite characters and the brand itself and wizards has put a lot of effort into showing diversity and showing support for underrepresented groups and when you do that and you make that a priority, like you don't get as much slack when you slip up. Um, I think you probably should get more slack for trying, but when you take that on as part of your identity, you take that on with all the risk that comes with it. That's why a lot of companies don't bother. And like, you know, kudos to wizards for trying. They're not going to get it right all the time. Uh, they definitely know when they don't get it right. We're not subtle about that. Um, but it, it's just a few weeks ago, people lost their minds claiming that wizards somehow didn't respect trans rights because of what autumn had written on cards. When it's, as I said, that, that episode, it's blatantly obvious that it's not wizards is against trans rights. That's obviously my headset came off. Not the case. And it's the same thing here. Uh, Wizards is obviously not anti-whatever it is that people might be saying. It, it, they just they just slipped up. 
Yeah, like if they were against us, they wouldn't have done it to start with. They like, wouldn't have start take... led with it. Yeah, they wouldn't have set it now, up to begin with. I know that there is a concept that people are equating this to, and I can understand looking out for that, and that is the idea of presenting yourself as being in favor of all of these things while it's trendy and then backstepping it a moment later. This happens a lot around Pride Week and Pride Month and all the things like that, where companies will come out and they'll be like, hey, look, we're supportive of all of this. And then they brush it away for 11 months and then they dust it off again. And people are very sensitive to that. So you really have to be careful. Um, I will say, though, that like having read these books, a lot of things are not treated well. And unfortunately, <laughs> when you're doing something like this, you've got to do a way better job because it's way more sensitive than, say, people being annoyed at how ineffective Jace is at figuring out a puzzle. Like, we already know he sucks at it. Like, he's supposed to be smart. and He's not because there's a story. And if you have a whole bunch of blue mages in a story, most of them have to be off their game or there's no story. It's just what narratives are. But in this case, you get way less slack on it because there's a lot more riding on it. And if you want to enfranchise people, you have to properly support them. So, yeah. So I think we've probably covered all the bases on this one. If you would like more opinions on it, don't go to Twitter anyway. It won't make you happier. No, that's probably a good message. Accurate. Yeah. You guys want to talk about happy stuff again? Is it, is it happy stuff? They're kittens. I mean, eventually. I mean, uh, the the hope of kittens is one of the things that keeps us going as a people. So, one day last week, Wizards tweeted, I think it was like this image, or a piece of this image, or something. I didn't actually pay attention. I was we got I was like a tease, stuff but that's about week. it. Do what? We got like a small... It might have just been the logo. It might have just been the logo, but whatever. And they said, secret layer, it's coming. And I was like, that's all. And people went, huh? And then We're today... Like, oh, look, another product. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there were a lot of uh, suppositions and speculations about what it could be. And my favorite was that it's it was going to be some sort of loot crate thing where you subscribe to it every month. And they send you a box of crap. Yeah. But thank goodness that's not it. Instead, it's it's a it's a Christmassy thing. I mean, it, it's just in time for Christmas, so it's, it's not a gift okay. potential. Well, item. okay, let's let's be careful yeah. here. If you read the bit about when it's shipping, there are no promises that it's just in time for Christmas. But well, go okay, on. let me rephrase that. It's just in time to order for Very the good. holiday season. Right. Uh, but what it is. Uh, I don't actually know how to describe this. It's because this is all PR crap. No offense. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is all marketing. I call things crap here. all the time, dude. <laughs> uh, what it is, is a series of alternate art cards. And that's what it is. Yeah, that, it is. That, that come in. Convenient and expensive boxes. <laughs> this is a premium collector thing. It is. Yeah, okay, that is that is totally fair. It, it looks fair. like they're not doing a, like, mythic edition. 
because I think they said they were done with that for a while. Is that, or am I making that up? I believe that was the case because they have all of the other products that can have special shiny, different art, whatever stuff now. Yeah. I think they're backing off on that one. So yeah, you get the contents below, which we'll get to in a second, as well as a code for unique card sleeves in arena, a unique code for magic the gathering online for a non-foil digital version. Oh, they're called drops. I don't know why they're called drops because why not? Drops enabled. So, if you go to secretlayer.wizards.com, you can purchase these starting December 2nd. Pay attention to what day it is when you go to purchase them. Yeah, that's yeah. really important. We'll get to that, but just I'm so saying first, that now because we set a date. Th- this is what they are. Okay, wait, what are these times? PST, okay. See, these are all Pacific Standard Time. So, Bitter Blossom Dreams will be on sale for one day, December 3rd, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, for 24 hours. Right. You get an alternate art, Bitter Blossom. That's full art. Ooh. And then four different Fairy Rogue tokens. That combine to form a sweet panorama picture. They do form a sweet panorama picture. Yeah. Now, yeah, before before we go any deeper, I, I want to stress, okay, this is on sale starting at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, December 3rd, until 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, December 4th. It is not a limited quantity in the normal respect. In other words, as long as you order it between those times, they will send you one. Eventually. So... Yeah, we're not promising this right away, but they will send you one. So it is not like everybody's got to, you know, pay the scalpers because, you know, they sold out so fast. No, no, no. You have 24 hours. But if you don't do it in that 24 hours, you don't buy one through this channel. And this is the only place that you can get it until you go to the secondary market. I'm sure they'll be on the secondary market because that's what happens. But the point is, if you want it, log in that day. If you can't log in that day, have a friend do it but you, you have a very limited window, period. Yep. So it exploits that, that kind of FOMO button that, you know, everybody likes to use, but at the same time, wanna, it's not... You explain that? Oh, I'm sorry. Fear of missing out. There you go. Fear of missing out. Uh, but at least it's not, we're only printing X number of these and we're not telling you what X is. So I think that that is a, a net win overall, but go on. All right, so that, December 3rd, this is the first one, and it is 30 bucks. Yeah. I have no idea how that translates to other uh, currencies. You, you figure that Google out Google will tell you. Yeah. Um, and someone different unboxed each of these today, so there'll be a link here in the video. Uh, next up is Eldraine Wonderland, December 4th, 9 a.m. to 9 a.m., 24 hours. Okay? Okay. You get an alternate art foil, one of each snow-covered land. Yep. It's foil. They're pretty. There's one of each. This one is 30 bucks. So you get five lands, not play sets of five lands. You get five lands. Yep. Foil, snow-covered of the normal five lands. Yep. With new art. They're, They're pretty sweet. Yep. Okay, next, Restless in Peace is December 5th. 24 hours. 
Golgari Thug, Life from the Lone, and Bloodgast. With uh, sweet alternate art. I wonder why this is not an autocard link. Oh, Life from the Lone? I don't yeah. know. Bloodgast and Golgari Thug both are, but this isn't. I wonder if and this is also oh. a... Because uh, they capitalize the F. This is also oh. a panorama art situation. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at that. Yeah, yep. they capitalize the F. That's why. And this is 30 bucks. Yep. All right. Next up, Seeing Visions. Four different alternate arts for Serum Visions. December They are 6th. all over the place. These are definitely all over the place. These feel like old magic art. They they do actually, especially these uh, these first two. Yeah. Uh, these are thirty bucks. Okay, there you go. All right. December seventh is called. <laughs> that is the name. It is explosion sounds. The only one that matters. <laughs> and this one is December seventh. 24 hours, 9 a.m. It is sweet alternate art panorama of Goblin Bushwhacker, Goblin Sharpshooter, Goblin King, Goblin Lackey, and Goblin Piledriver. Nice. You know, I, are we going to talk about them all after this one, or should I just talk about this one now? I mean, I don't know what there is to say, so I, go for it. Can I? Okay, so I'm going to interrupt real quick just to talk about my feelings about this one. Okay, so... Uh, I was looking at these announcements as they were coming out today. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know this is really a product for me, but it's kind of cool. I can see how some people might like this. I like what they're doing with the whole selling it for 24 hours, but it's not really limited. Yeah, okay, I, I like this. And then then I saw this one, and I'm like, okay, I got to go click on the video. And I watched the unboxing video of this one, and they show the Goblin Bushwhacker. And I'm like, wow, that's really neat. I really like that artwork. That's kind of cool. I guess I can get behind this. And at the time, I didn't know how many cards were going to be in this. And then they pull out the gar- Goblin Sharpshooter, and I'm like, oh, oh, you you had my attention, but mm, okay, I like this. I like this. And then the Goblin King came up, and I'm like, oh, I guess I am going to buy this, I suppose. Then they brought up the Lackey, and I'm like, you sold me like a car to go, but now it's just, is it Christmas? I feel like it's Christmas. And then they pulled out the pile driver and I'm like, okay, this is, this is, I'm not going to say perfect. I'm not going to say perfect, but it is darned close. It's mono red Christmas. It's like they reached deep into my psyche and said, what is it you really want? I don't think it was that deep. (laughs) Okay. They reached like right at the surface of my, okay. They heard psychic epidermis is how far they had to go. You wear it on your sleeve. Not unlike the pile driver with his heart. (laughs) I think this is great absolutely great i love it it's it's a nice interesting little unified theme all goes together it's just oh i just love it i want I'm, one i'm looking forward to when they post the panorama art for this because i would like to put this on my phone background so that i can see a different goblin as i go through my screens yeah because that's pretty neat so i'll say more about the whole idea of these things at the end but i just wanted to mm, this is great yep. 29.99 yeah, it's so nice. December 7th. Yeah. I got to go set an alarm on my Google Calendar. 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a weekend. Moving so be on. careful. <clears throat> Kaleidoscope Killers. 
We have Reaper King, Sliver Overlord, and... Uh, no, not Sign. Just the Ur-Dragon. The actual Ur-Dragon, yeah. These are all foil. This one is $40. Huh. Yep. Okay. Uh, is it is it multiple foils on this one? There are three it's foils. Three. Okay, yeah. So this is the first one. Well, oh, no, wait. The basic lands were... Hmm. Okay, no, I got nothing. This this one is totally commander players buy this one. I and I think that's why they it's ten bucks more because they knew they could get it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure they can. Alright. That is December eighth. When is December eighth? December eighth is a Sunday. Sunday. And then nope. we have OMG Kitties. Which is these are Okay, the cards are foil. There are two different cats with lifelink tokens. And then there are the foil alternate art. Regal, how do you say that? Uh, Caracal? Sure. Uh, the Quasale Slingers. Lean and War Leader. What is this? Arabo, Roar of the World, and Miri, Weatherlight, Duelist. It's a different take on Miri. Yeah, these are all adorable. They look like they might be done, if if not by the same person, by someone with a similar style as people who do Star City Games weird, cute animal uh, things. Yes, I I believe that the artist on this previously worked for Star City. On there are five artists for what it's worth, one, or four two, four artists. Yeah, yeah. All the meows made it harder to count, but so yeah, these yeah. are adorable. These are forty bucks. Also, December 9th. So, if you're thinking, well, okay, I want all of these, but having to go every day and order it seems really crappy. You're right. So on the very first day, December 2nd, you can just drop $200 and get them all at once. Yep. That is next Monday, for those of you paying attention. That is next Monday, and this is exactly... That one day when you can get all of them. Yeah. You will save $30-ish? Yeah, roughly $30. Yeah. If you get them all. like six days. Yeah, and then you'll... Yeah, annoyance of six days. So that's... That's a thing. It it's seven things. Yes, it is. Opening hand of things. Um. But yeah. Okay. Uh. Can can I now make some general comments if you don't mind? I guess. All right. Great. Um. So first things first. Uh. Let's start. Let Let's go ahead and get the obvious one out of the way, which is. Uh. Could these be better? Yeah. They could give us play sets of each of these things. That that would be better. But you know what? They're still kind of cool. I mean, just overall, they're they're kind of cool. Uh, could they be cheaper? Yes, but they could be more expensive too. So maybe just slow your roll there, pal. They're they're at least giving you a thing. Um, some of these you may not like. You may not like any of these. You know what? That's totally fine. Not every product has to be for you. Um, I I kind of like what they've done here. I mean, you know, 
I, I've liked some of their, for lack of a better term, like auxiliary collectors products. So things like from the vault, some of the from the vaults I think have been really neat. Uh, but you know what? This really feels like we had some ideas and they weren't quite from the vault worthy, but they're still kind of neat. What can we do with them? So they did this. Now it's a little all over the map, right? We've got one that is a single card and a bunch of tokens. We've got one that is like three cards that are similar to one another. We've got one that is four copies of the same card. So they're really just all over the map with their testing interest. But I think, uh, I don't want to say that this is necessarily shades of things to come, but they're not afraid to kind of explore the space of what they can do with this sort of product where they have a theme, but it's like, here's a, here's a limited amount of stuff for that theme. Um, I hope that going forward, they continue this. It's available for a limited time, but anybody can, anybody can buy it, you know, that they don't limit it that way. Because I think one of my biggest complaints about some of their recent products is the, I understand they want the exclusive nature to some of these things. I, I get that. And I understand that it's appealing to a different market segment than myself. I get that. But I'd say this comes the closest to kind of balancing the two extremes of we're just going to print a bajillion of these and we're going to print like six. I, I think it I think it strikes a, a really nice balance. Uh, so I think it's neat. I still object to the announcement last week that they were going to announce something this week without any further details. I get that they're trying to drive the hype train, but I think most of the time when you do that sort of thing, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment because people are going to dream up something cooler than you could possibly make. Uh, at the same time, they might dream up something lamer than you eventually make. So I, I just don't really see that as, I don't care for that. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Don't announcing an announcement. Isn't actually changing anything. It's just wasting time. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will mention one detail that we didn't get to before is that while it's an English only product, it ships to a lot of countries. I know there have been times in the past where you pretty much had to be in like America or Japan to get products. And this is a wider net than I think they've done for some of the previous premium products. So the, uh, the last mythic edition went to the same number of countries. I think something did. Do either of you know, did they announce any limits on how many you can buy? Well, let's keep uh, rolling here. So, it says, will I get this for the holidays? Maybe. Um, If you are in North America and you order early enough, which I don't know what that means, considering they're only available for one day. Order at noon Eastern. As soon as they pop up, crash that website. It's what they want. Oh, oh, because they've pre-printed a number to fulfill the first batch pretty close to right away mm-hmm. and then any past that they're going to have to print more okay so if you live in north america and you order early enough your order will indicate that your shipment will arrive in december 2019 otherwise it will say january there you go so that's december 2019 not december number 2019 so right keep that in mind what as in not december 25th yeah they're they not getting december hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, there you go. Um, That's that. It says, how do I get it? Well, 
You have to go... Uh... Oh, we're limiting people to 10 copies of each drop. There it is. But we're guaranteeing that all orders will get a copy. So, there you go. Meep. And then, where it can be shipped to... Uh, yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> Austria, Australia, Belgium, Canada, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Japan with an asterisk. We'll get to that. Customers in these countries may have to pay customs or duty fees upon arrival. Ah, okay. Uh, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, New Zealand with an asterisk. Poland, Portugal. Almost read that as Portland because they were right next to each other. But Portland, contrary to popular belief, is not another country. It's just another time. Uh, Poland, Portugal, Slovakia, Slovenia, South Korea, with an asterisk. Spain, Sweden, the United Kingdom, and the United States. So there you go. Ta-da! That is the secret lair. And there's the... Handy dandy little chart here showing you which one is coming which day. So you can just glance at this. But if you want them all, you, you got to go to the second, which is Monday. Yeah. Their time. <laughs> some of you time travelers, it'll only be Monday for some of the day, but... If you're listening to the show live, that will be during that window. Yeah. Except we That'll may not have the one end, next though. week. Well, towards Depending the Depending on what happens. We will see. Uh, so yeah, that is their big collector promo thing for this year. Of the yeah. hour. For now, at least, and indeed, at most. Um, so how many cards are there? Not, Not counting like tokens? Real cards, just total cards. 5, 10, 13... 17, 22, 25, and 7, 32? 32. So you'll get 32 cards for $200. Whew. You Not that forever. Way, that sounds awful. But <laughs> <laughs> Not forever. But look at that giant box these three cards come in. That's still a better deal than uh, some of the earlier like Mythic Edition things, right? Yeah. Oh, no, wait, you Pretty. got a box with that, though. You got a box of those, but, yeah. like, the way that some people went nuts over um, the various master sets could be approaching it. We'll see. Those usually had 15 cards in them. But either way, if this is for you, enjoy. Set an alarm on your phone now. Yep. And if this is not for you... Don't worry I don't believe we have to say this. Please don't crap on everyone who is excited about it. Just join me in waiting for pictures to get posted. Yeah. It's not That's for me either. still who aren't for me. <laughs> I feel your pain. It's not for me either. I have zero interest in any of this. But I'm not going to go crapping on people who are excited about it. That's but important. people enjoy things. Um, in fact, get in that mood now. We've still got more nerd movies coming out this year. <laughs> I mean, the, you know the new Star Wars movie is going to get crapped on because those people don't know, just care about being basically decent human beings. 
So we're done with the secret layer. I mean, there's nothing else to say, right? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, why? Oh, why? What else we have? All right. So next up, we have just a little bit of news. Uh, the friends list is being delayed from the uh, November game update for Arena. Everything else that they talked about is, is I think, in already? Yeah, this released on my birthday. But there was no friends list. <laughs> they did say why, at Yeah, least. it says, in our final testing of friends list, we found scaling issues that we need to address. I, I wanted to say something really, you know, uh, snarky there. But I, I resisted. I feel good about it. I've grown as a person. Great. I don't know what they mean. Uh, my guess is that uh, the friends list feature worked okay at, in their small playtesting environment, and not so much when lots of people were like using it. Oh, uh, that kind of scaling. That, that that'd be my guess. That does make sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense uh, than like or resolution worked, scaling, where I was like, <laughs> yeah, or it worked perfectly if you had like three friends, but if you had like twenty, everything ground to a halt. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. So but there you go. They're fixing it. In go case you're it. wondering, hey, where's my friends list? Well, that's where it is. It's still coming, but it's it's delayed. Not yet. In the future. All right. So I think there's only one thing left, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Next up is Magic Fest Columbus, where there was a modern GP. Mm-hmm. How many people were in this modern GP? 657. Really? Yeah. That seems really low. I remember the days when that didn't seem really low. I wonder if it's because it's right before Thanksgiving? Could be. Could also be because it's in a place that doesn't exist. It was in Columbus, Ohio, which is probably part of the problem. I mean, that's fictional. Let's see. So... These are PTQs. Wait, what are PTQs? The deck lists over here. What about this? Uh, no, this... no, no. Uh, just above oh. the PTQ deck lists is the Grand Prix Columbus deck lists. And I think that may have... Yeah, that's just the top eight. Okay. Yeah. Not sure why it's labeled Grand Prix Columbus deck list when it's just the top eight, but whatever, you know. It's like all of them. Also, is it the top eight in proper finish order? Let's find out. Uh, I don't know who won. It says Brian. first place, second place, so probably yeah, yeah, the places but, are listed. Oh, it does. True. Okay. I mean, sometimes these deck lists end up in the uh, top eight order going into top eight as opposed to coming out of top eight. Oh, right. that's true, yeah. Here's that is not the case here because Brian started top eight and eighth, so we're good. Yeah, I here lately like they've check. been in uh, in finish order, so that's well, good on the, the whoever's doing this for Channel Fireball. Hey, not only that, but these aren't just tweets of pictures of the deck lists. Yeah. Usually huh. we get usually us, uh, usually we get this for the uh, domestic GPS. Usually, I'm just saying. Say. Sometimes it's just the tweets of deck lists, so I want to celebrate them not doing that. Mm. So, way to go! Yeah, good job. All right, so the winner was Brian Koval, who was playing the Sultai Urza deck. Let's see, Oko check. Astrolabe, mm -hmm. check. Gilded Goose, check. Okay, yeah, moving on. 
Uh, second place, Adam Franci or Franci or Franci, Franci. Uh, playing Monogreen Tron with Thrag Tusk because whoa and four Karns twice. That's, that's a lot of Karns. That's eight Karns and two the Ugans. That's that's a lot of Karn. Uh, third place, Christopher. Oh God, Christopher. Lutger? Sure. Good enough. Lutger? Chris. Chris L. Oh, uh, playing Humans. Complete with Humans. Oh, and there's two copies of Charming Prince. Yeah, I was going to say, look at that Charming Prince in there. Huh. And Thalia, friend of goblins. Yeah. Neat. All right. Uh, fourth place, Evan Whitehouse playing the Sultai Urza deck again. Okay, check. Uh, fifth place, Steven Tuchek running Humans also. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Charming Princes again. Yeah. Then we have... All right, Mouse. We have, uh... How would you say the first name? Zerui? Zerui Zhao? Zerui. Zhao? That's a cool name, though. It is a cool name. I just wish I knew how to say it properly. Uh, Playing Burn. Burn. There it was. Good old modern Burn. It's like Legacy Burn, but like two turns slower. Maybe three. Maybe five. I don't know. It takes Legacy a while to fire now. (laughs) Aww. Now I'm sad. Now that, that burns. Hey, I gave you a pun. That's all you get. I know, but it still burns, man. I'm going to say too soon, but it's going to be too soon for at least a decade. At least. Uh, seventh place, Chase Masters playing... Burn. Also burn. And then finally we have Griffin Russell in eighth playing Mono Green Tron. Again, eight Karns, two Ugans. And, uh, I don't know, a partridge in a pear tree. Was, was the top eight really just four decks twice? Sure looks like it. Burn, burn. Yeah. Uh, I, I see two decks. Yeah. Yeah. There's two burn, of everything. Burn and burn. Oh, right. The, the clues eyes. Yeah. Sorry. I, I glazed over there. What were we saying? Oh, uh, that you got 25% of top eight. Good job. Nice. Way to go, Burn. Now, if you're really interested, you can check out the deck list. They were undefeated in day one. There were two. It was uh, Terry Straighton running Amulet Titan, and then the aforementioned Steven Tuchek running Humans. That There Ooh, you go. Wow. That's it. That's the tweet. As nice. people seem to think is, is cute now. Mm. Wait, was all of that cut off on the... Uh, on the stream was all the way cut off. Yeah. Yeah. The left side was cut off and nobody told. Oh, me. thanks Chad. Uh, well, I was, I wasn't looking at the stream. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, so I'm was. looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the tweets they got down here in, in coverage, uh, were just the top eight tables had tablecloths or did all of them have tablecloths at the, at the event? Anybody know? Was anybody there? Anybody in chat? Were you there? I'm just curious because tablecloths are such a terrible, terrible mixed curse. In uh... Uh, if, if you um, look in one further down, 
Yeah. Yeah. There's see, a tablecloth in the back. You can see a bunch of stuff in the background, and I don't see any tablecloths necessarily. Um. There's looks like the one black that I'm looking at. Over there. Yeah, there are black tablecloths back there. Yeah. I fear. Oh, yeah, I fear they did right have. Here. Yeah, I fear they did I have. I think they did. Okay. All right. Clues picks the weirdest stuff to ask about. Hey, look, it was just an observation I made. I was just curious. Yeah, when I scroll further back in time on these, like it looks like all of them had tablecloths. So there you go, Clues. All right, thanks. All right. All the so more to burn. That was GP Columbus. Please don't burn the tablecloths. That was Monday Night Magic. And... We are dropping frames, something fierce, I apologize, chat. And it just fixed itself. Hey, we picked up those frames. That was weird. Nice. Yeah, it was odd. All right, so shall we Shall we continue with our... Oh, yeah. Hey, I got to go find... Uh, let me get up the MTG stuff. The, uh, the The Throne of Eldraine gift edition. Whoops. Uh, yeah. This, remember, this, this was a gift from... Uh, huh. I'm going to throw stuff on the ground. From uh, Kim Ho. For use in What's an EV. So we're going to What's an EV. Last week? Where'd we where'd we finish up last week? Um, oh, it wasn't here. It wasn't high. <laughs> um, it must not have been. Nobody bothered to write it in here. So it must I think be it was in here and then it was wiped at some point. But it was not a big number. So. Alright. So last week I opened five packs. This week I'm opening five packs. And then the next episode, which may or may not be next week, we'll, I'll open this collector pack, because I know that's the one everyone's waiting for. But I have to be difficult, so I'm doing it in the wrong order. Yeah. Alright, so, commons, which don't matter. We've got Thrill of Possibility, Ardenvale Tactician, Reaper of Night, Edgy, uh, Embereth Paladin, Gingerbread Cabin, Garen Brick Carver, Corridor Monitor, Bartered Cow, I love the names in this set. Scalding Cauldron. All right, those are the commons. Uncommons, we have Enchanted Carriage. Ooh, pumpkin-y. We have Joust. Ooh. Wait, like, are, are, you, are you on the back of an ostrich? Nightly. Uh, no, 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 not, not that one. Both okay. of those are 20 cents. And then we have a Turtle Hydra, the Thunderous Snapper. Ooh. Living that dream is hey. Also there's some money. the The rare is the gilded goose. Oh, there is some I, money. I hear those are good. Yeah. Also, the stream isn't refreshing for me the anymore. Gilded goose is five dollars and fifty three cents. All right. Is the stream going? Uh, it says it is. Okay. It, the picture isn't refreshed for me in a bit, so I will trust you. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's still going for me. Okay. Yeah, you got a goose. Okay, yeah. The goose is loose. Yeah, it's, goose it's still going in my preview, so... Cool. Then it's just me. I will not mess with it. Alright, my... I have a shiny card. I have a shiny Reeve Soul. Reeve Soul, you say? Ooh, look at that. And a mountain and an ad card for Arena. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Aren't I supposed to, uh... Honk! Okay. And then take something? And then take something, yeah. Turns out, 
Untitled Goose Game is accurate as a magic simulator. I mean, as accurate as a goose simulator. Alright, next pack. What is this? Another ad card. And a forest. Okay. Uh, Merrileaf Rider. Barrow Witches. Weaselback Redcap. Another great name. Garen Brick Paladin. That's a great, great art, too. Eye Collector. Ugh. Prophet of the Peak. My eye. Tall as a beanstalk. <laughs> Witching Well. Fairy Guide Mother. All right. Those are the commons. Good old commons. Uncommons, we have Mysterious Pathlighter. Ooh. How mysterious are we talking? 20 not, cents mysterious? Not 20 very. cents mysterious. We have uh, Sir Kara the Bold, the red one. So mm-hmm. clue, Clues likes her. 23 yep. cents. There you go. Your best uncommon so far. Yep. Nice. And, oh, Sir Alan the Lion's Claw, or Alan, the white one. Back to 20 cents. Not red enough. All right. Oh, I have a foil again. It is Foulmire Knight. Ooh. How very shiny. How mm-hmm. very, very shiny. Uh, so, what was your rare in that I pack? Didn't, I didn't the foil for oh, okay. Foulmire Knight is 50 cents, so I'm going to count it. Oh, nice. And then the rare is Lockmere Serpent. So Snake. Nothing that matters. <laughs> Snake. That is 34 cents. Nice. Your shiny uncommon outpaced your rare. That does not surprise me at all. Oh, 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 what is that? I'm trying to throw my Lockmere Serpent on the ground. I mean, it has flash. Maybe it's too fast for you. Clearly. All right, moving on. We have. Oh, oh, I might have a token. I do have on an adventure. Yay! On an adventure. Oh wait, and then this is a mountain. So clues. Uh, the on on an adventure is fifteen cents. That's weird. That's approaching uncommon. It is. All right. The uh, commons, Wicked Guardian, Barge in, Trapped in the Tower, Malevolent Noble, Crystal Slipper, Scalding Cauldron, uh, Wolf's Quarry, also known as Delicious Delicious Bacon, uh, Corridor Monitor, Prized Griffin, and Signpost Scarecrow. Uncommons are yeah. Turn into a Pumpkin. Ooh. Yeah, that's 20 cents. Resolute Rider. Look at how resolute. Wow. Hmm. That is also 20 cents. I mean, I assume most of them are. <gasps> Sir Conrad the Grim! Finally, uh-huh. a card that I want and will play. 35 cents. Damn right. You know what? That's getting put somewhere else. And then the rarest Midnight <laughs> Clock. Whoop, and I threw it on the ground. Midnight. That is 47 cents. You can leave it there. Midnight Clock. Seriously, though, Sir Conrad the Grim is one of those that I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that in a commander deck. Nice. And look, I have one. All right, two packs left. Two packs left. Here we go. Let's do it. Aha. Oh, hmm. what is this? It's a bear. Hi, bear. Yeah, Yay, nice. bear. And a planes. Okay. Flip the deck over. Scorching dragon fire. Vantress paladin. Forever young. What's a Rod Stewart song doing in here? 
Excellent question. Rimrock Knight, True Love's Kiss, Fell the Pheasant, Mantle of Tides, Youthful Knight. I completely forgot that Youthful Knight was reprinted here. Mm, makes sense. And Roving Keep. Oh, and Henge Walker. Is Roving Keep kind of like um, the Figaro Castle? Could be, yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. All right, Uncommons Ask we have parents. Shambling Suit. This is the thing that happens in uh, horror games. We have and Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo. We have Revenge of Ravens. Ooh, Ravens are gonna get you. Twenty four cents on that one. And we have an adorable Clockwork Servant. Oh, oh. All right, what is this? It is Witch's Vengeance. Oh, I was hoping for Doom Foretold. That is forty nine uh, cents. Yep, oh, forty nine wow. cents. Man, hopefully we're gonna make the money back in the. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to in the collector's. Where where are we at by now? Um, for this week, we'll just yeah sure. Um, so the five fifty three off of the rare is helpful because your other packs are averaging about a dollar value. <laughs> nice. So you're oh. like eyeballing it. You're probably at about eleven dollars. I got another on an adventure. And. A forest. Okay. Moving on. Lockthwain Paladin, Raging Redcap, Festive Funeral. That must be one of my family members. Mm. My family's weird at funerals. We're giggling and laughing and stuff. Uh, Ogre Errant, Rosethorn Halberd, Wishful Merfolk, Beloved Princess, Witch's Cottage, Lockthwain Gargoyle, and Tunvale Treefolk. Uncommons are Spinning Wheel... Ooh, look at that. Straight out of a, a fairy tale. <laughs> the, 20 cents. Yeah. the Savvy Hunter, which Sam said was her favorite card in her deck at the pre-release. I mean, it's 21 cents, so, you know, ahead of many. And then, oh, I got an alternate version of Beanstalk Giant. The, uh, the pretty one. The pretty one? Oh, nice. Yeah, how about that? Hold on, I have to actually open and see the alternates on that. Oh. Uh... The extras version? Yeah. 42 cents. Oh, snap! Alright, and the final card in the rare or mythic slot is... Oh, okay, it's Emery, Lurker of the Lock. Which is seeing play in two of the decks that just top-aided, so that should be worth a few bucks. $3.95. That is a few bucks, yep. That's the Lady of the Lake, right? Yeah. Hey, Vivian. All right. And there you go. That is this uh, edition of... uh... Yay, Sir Conrad. Of uh... what's the EV? Or what's an EV? Thus far, not good. (laughs) I mean, two of your packs broke $4. Uh, It's true. And hey, you got five, the, right? you got at least one card that you were looking for. I did the one card in the set that I specifically wanted. There might have been two. You got the uncommon you wanted. Yeah, Sir Conrad hey. is my hero. Not now like you got... Massacre Girl levels, but still pretty good. Yeah. And now you got a lady who's going to give you a sword to take over the government. Yeah. And a goose to steal it with. Yeah. 
Nice. That was fun. Next time we do a show, you get to have the extreme high-end one. Yep. Then we'll find out. High pipe. See, I want to I want to make make another reference to Emery, but I don't know if if the word after moistened is like a word that you can't say. Because <laughs> best to leave that off. Called yeah. her a watery tart, and I was like, just because some moistened. Can we say that? I don't know. I, I've never I heard that we... word except in that movie. So. Right. <laughs> Fair. All right. So I guess we're done. All right. With this 675 episode of Monday Night Magic, do you guys want to wrap it up? Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinDevop. There's no Iron Goblin because... As established, it was collected earlier. Um, very sad, but it'll be back in Uh-oh. due time. Um, yeah, I think I felt. Um, on top of that, I'll just make a note that over the weekend, I've seen two movies. Uh, I caught Frozen 2, which was fine. Um, like, I enjoyed it. I think some of the music scenes were forced, even by Disney standards, which is kind of impressive. That is impressive. Way to like pioneer new ground there, Pixar. Um, I feel a bit ripped off because they didn't give me a Pixar short before and I kind of expect those at this point in my life. I but... think that's because huh. it's not Pixar. Is, is it Frozen technically Disney? Disney? Yeah, isn't Frozen Disney? It might actually just be Disney and maybe that's why I feel ripped off. They ran Pixar ads before, but like Disney owns everything. So it might just be Disney. But yeah, there there are two separate studios yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Pixar ones actually have Pixar shorts usually. That makes sense. Yeah. It could just be that I'm getting crossed up. I think so. Um, either way, I, I did enjoy the movie. Obviously, like the visuals were good and the story was good. Um, the music did not get stuck in my head forever, so that's a plus. Um, so that's neat. And yesterday on Netflix, I saw Klaus because I'd heard people say good things about it. And that was really, really good. Really? So if you're looking for a Christmassy movie... I really enjoyed watching Klaus. Um, I will say that I didn't know what to expect going in, and it definitely caught me off guard in a lot of places. And it was really good. And if you close your eyes, Santa Claus is J. Jonah Jameson. And that's amazing. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, so, selling. Yeah. Frozen 2 is Walt Disney Animation Studio. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like Disney Princess and whatnot. Yeah. Ralph- it's animated as good as a Pixar movie. Yeah, so. uh, Wreck It Ralph movies are also Walt Disney Animation Studios. That I knew. I knew Moana about the Wreck It Ralph ones. Was, uh, Disney Zootopia was Disney. Okay. Uh, Big Hero Six was Disney. Yeah, that makes sense. Like all the rest of them, like for some reason, I think I'm lumping it in because of the nearly all the style. New Kingdom Hearts levels were Pixar, and so since one of them was Frozen, I might have just mentally combined them. Right. Um, yeah. Let's see. The most way. recent Pixar ones were. Uh, what is this? Inside Out and The Good Dinosaur. Uh, Toy Story Finding 4. Dory, Coco, Cars 3, Incredibles 2, and Toy Story 4. Gotcha. Cool. Awesome. So wait. Um, you remember Big Hero 6? Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember ever seeing Big Heroes 1 through 5. Were they like obscure live action? I knew that's where he was going. I knew that's where he was going and I couldn't stop it. I'm sorry, dear listeners. I had no control. I could not stop that. Ha ha. The shoe was on the other foot now, Clues. You see, what Chewie doesn't realize is that Big Hero 6 was actually um, Big Hero 4 in Japan. (laughs) So... (laughs) Through the power of reverse importing, we mixed it up. And Big Hero 5 never came out here, so I'm sorry. Right. It was it was too but, hard. But its elements did make it into Big Hero Tactics, which is an amazing game. So I did like Big Hero there. Tactics, yeah. It was pretty good. The translation was terrible, but that was part of its charm. Um, but yeah, so the only other thing I have to notice, something else that's still circulating. So if you were, you know, doing the turkey thing this week and you haven't put it in your fridge yet, go do it now. This is a gift from me to you. Because if you forget, you're going to have a terrible Thanksgiving crisis. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a You need a little bit of time to thaw that. That's right. So. Uh, Incidentally, if you do need to speed thaw... No, no, I'm not even going to give that advice. No, don't go there, dude. You're going down a danger path. Yeah, it Um, is. Just go take your your turkey out if you haven't yet. That's right. Um, and that's all the nonsense that I have for right now. So, uh, clues. All right. Hey, if you want to hear more from me, uh, I'm also on the Twitters. I'm at Lockluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Um, I did not see any movies over the weekend, so I can't really comment on them. I tend to always be about, I don't know, three or four months, six months behind on movies. So, yeah, I'll see Frozen 2 next summer. And I'll probably get around to when the new Star Wars comes out. I'll probably see that late spring. I'm going to guess is when that's going to happen. Other than that, I will be at uh, PAX Unplugged coming soon. Not not like right away, but I mean like two weeks from now when when it occurs. Uh, So there you go. And I agree with Squee. Put your frozen turkey in the fridge now. Don't thaw it on the counter. That's a terrible idea. Just put it in the fridge now. There you go. Yeah. I think it's you now. Who, me? Couldn't be. But it is. <laughs> so I guess it was. All right, then. Uh, hey, I'm Chewy. Did I watch anything over the weekend? I just watched more episodes of Merlin, because it's falling off of Netflix mm. on December 15th, and I still have three seasons left. That'll keep you busy. Yeah. Luckily, they're only... It's a BBC show, so they're only like 13 seasons per episode. I think it was. Wasn't it a BBC show? It was a BBC show. Yeah. So it's not like I have to work through 26 episodes per season or something, you know, stupid. I'm surprised it went up to 13, but yeah. Yeah, I was too, actually. So yeah, that's that's about a young Merlin and Arthur and whatnot. And it's it's not great, but it's not bad either. And I'm going to try <laughs> I mean, to get through I watch it. plenty of TV like that. Yeah, yeah. I figure I started it, and it didn't make me go, oh my god, what? So, I, I try to finish it. Sure. But I, I stopped for a while to watch other things, and then I just happened to spot that it's going away December 15th, and I went, I can maybe swing that. Mm. Or maybe I won't swing that, and I'll manage to stop before it gets bad. Ooh. I kind of wish I hadn't watched the last season of House, just for instance. Yeah, it was a bit different. Yeah. But oh well. Um, 
yeah, that's it, really. Manipul, 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 Patreon, Manipul. So, yeah, here on twitch.tv slash the Manipul, we stream Monday Night Magic, we stream the Manipul, and I stream various video gaming streams, because that's primarily what you do on Twitch. So that's what, that is what I'm told. Yeah. Um, there's no Manipul this week, because we record on Thursdays, and Thursday is Thanksgiving here in America. So if you do that, enjoy. And if you don't do that, then have a good Thursday. And, uh, yeah, if you have to work, I'm sorry. If you have to work Friday, um, up your AC as much as you can. You need an armor class. I mean, Friday isn't as bad anymore since Black Friday sort of moved to Thursday afternoon. And since people learned that they could buy things online. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might actually be out in it shopping because some of my family members go shopping and they're the fun, crazy ones. So I'm not going to buy anything, but I might tag along with them because they're not right. I enjoy watching people fight over stupid things because I'm a monster. But you've not really lived until you've seen the Sephora fight break out. (laughs) That's the good stuff. (laughs) Okay, then. Um, so, over on YouTube.com slash TheManipool, you can watch the video version of Monday Night Magic and The Manipool, and also all this other stuff. So, I'm getting videos ready because I'm going out of town for Thanksgiving, and so in order to not break my one video a day thing that I've had going on for quite a long time now, uh, I've been working ahead. I've got videos ready to go up all the way until... Sunday? Yeah, so I'm going to try to get at least one more just because I'm not entirely sure when Mom wants to come back from Nana's just yet. So if she wants to come back on Sunday, I need to have one ready to go up on Monday because 24 hours early thing for Patreon. So, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to get at least one more video done because we're leaving Wednesday morning. Yeah. Uh, but what's what I've got going up for the rest of the week is, uh, let's see, some Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which is adorable and I love it. Some uh, Hand of Fate, where uh, I was playing through Hand of Fate with a controller that was actively fighting against me. So that was fun. It it was doing war with the Hand of Fate? Uh, no, it teamed up with the Hand of Fate to attack me. Mm. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, the game itself was enjoyable. The controller issues had me losing my mind. Um, we solved it shortly after the, uh, the where the video ends. So if you're like, hey, I know how to fix it. No, we got it already. But uh, for the next Hand of Fate stream, I was using my Switch controller. But then the Switch controller has a battery life that lasts a really long time, but it's sadly not forever, and it died. Mm. So I had to plug this controller back in, and for some reason, Steam lost its mind for the the second stream and so i couldn't it was bad i don't i don't understand why suddenly some games like i've I've never had a problem with hand of fate before but now it's like i don't want to use that controller and i don't i don't know but we thought we had it fixed and it worked for a while and then it didn't fixed and now and then i hated everything and everybody but (laughs) and everyone and also, there's some uh, more Dota Underlords. 
going up. So that's those three games are the videos will be going up over the next week while I'm uh, doing family nonsense. And yes, it's going to be nonsense. Most things with my family, my extended family, are nonsense. Just check to make sure I don't have any random family members in the chat. Apparently not. Okay, good. Aha. Uh-huh. I good do have thing one they that, don't uh, have you two that occasionally will just pop in and say hi. It's disconcerting. As long as they don't know what YouTube is, you're fine. Yeah. Manipul, so, manipul, man. Um. But yeah, you can all the social media stuff is down in the panels on Twitch and the description in YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening to the audio version. So this that it's the manipul twitter.com. It's, it's at the Manipool. Just just go there. It's me. But if you want to help support what I do, Manipool Productions is a Patreon-supported endeavor. And I, I, uh, I appreciate it. You can go to patreon.com slash the Manipool and sign up to become a Manipool lifeguard, which helps me keep the lights on, pay the bills... And whatnot, while I continue churning out this frankly ridiculous amount of free content for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so you can get Manipool episodes and uh, YouTube videos early. So all the week's worth of videos, you could go watch them all right now if you were. Yeah, all of them. Except for the one I'm going to do tomorrow, obviously. You could go watch all of those right now if you were uh, a lifeguard. Mm hmm. You can listen to the odds and ends. That's all the stuff recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and the Manipool behind the scenes nonsense. Uh, that's uncensored and unfiltered. And, uh, yeah. Or you could be a mythic lifeguard and get all of that stuff and the sponsorship shout out on both podcasts and on the, uh, what's the thing? End screen for all the YouTube videos. Dark so, credits. Let us thank the Mythic Lifeguards. <gasps> you know what? I'm going to start not at the top. Let's see here. Uh, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Backwards Logic, Sarah Jane, Bartle, Dan Holm, Beardy Man, Violet Moon. Go away, go away, go away. There's a pop up. Go away. Uh, John Parker, Stark Maximum, Gothic Man, Jason Cowles, Jake Jansons, Cody Buckling, Danny Leal, Fan Says, Casey, Sophia Bretain. I don't think you listen to Money Night Magic, but happy birthday. Uh, PJ McMullen, Stuart, this is hard to do backwards. Stuart Slaw, Jeff Spencer, Scuzzo, Alex Gonzalez, John Morris, Connor Kennedy, Team You Hellas Haru, Lance Delicious, Al, Andrew Hunt, Kim Ho, and Jason Doan. Wow, that's really hard when I've... You've got such a flow going the other way. Yeah. That's but at least you kept their names up. right. You didn't go like Maximum Stark or anything. No, no, no. Max, Maximum Stark is a different thing. Yeah. That's one of Stark's modes. Yeah, it's one of his settings, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I once saw him go Maximum Stark and like, I mean, I've been told that I should never speak of it again. Yeah, you should. Uh... By like law enforcement. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to edit this, but I'm not going to, so... You're not going to, so now, I right? might be in trouble. Um, it's cool. I didn't see it. My eye did, and it's gone. It's gone. It was collected. It's on the lamb now. <laughs> but 
But anyway, so this has been Monday Night Magic number 675. Thank you all so very much for joining us. If you do Thanksgiving, have a happy one. If you don't, like I said, have a happy Thursday. And if you're elsewhere in the country, have a happy whatever weird time of time period it is. Have a happy present. Do what? Have a happy present. Yeah, have a happy now. And uh, go play some magic.